This is the Katie's Tech Podcast, recorded May 28th, 2014, Beta Episode 1. Hi, my name is Jason Johnson, and this is my first attempt at recording a beta episode of the Katie's Tech Podcast. The plan is to cover daily tech news headlines that catch my eye during the day. Just a freeform podcast, whatever top stories or any interesting topics, not necessarily even anything in the news that I may find interesting and want to talk about during the day. So let's get started. The first one I found is uh, Google is to start building its own self-driving cars. And this is a topic that's not surprising to me. I mean, I can see that Google's going to start moving in this direction. Uh, Just like everything else, they're probably not going to mass-produce cars themselves. Uh, They may build a couple that get the ideas out. just kind of build some specs, but realistically, they're not in the marketing, or the, the manufacturing business. So what you're going to see is them develop some guidelines and specs, and eventually over the next few years, and we're not talking near future, five, seven years, I, I figure, you'll start seeing the, the self-driving cars actually start being in production in specific locations. And as far as the practicality and the this being something that actually becomes mainstream, I don't know that you can see that happening anytime in the near distant future at all. We're, there's just too many people, like myself even, who prefer to actually be in control of the vehicle. Okay. The, the trust factor is just not there for controlling a, or allowing control of the vehicle to be completely handled by an automated system. Would it be safer? Probably, at least with some people. I mean, interstate driving and controlled environments would probably definitely be safer. Uh, however, I just don't see that happening, uh, even in the, the time frame that it would take to, to get those cars out there. I mean, there's, there's all the other second factor to consider is that there's a lot of people who don't replace their cars that often. My car is over 10 years old at this point. I still drive it several hundred miles a day but uh, you know you're going to have people take time to replace these things so that's kind of where I see that going it's just you know will it get there yes anytime in the near future no any kind of mass acceptance no Uh, just look at Google Glass I mean they've been pushing that for years and that hasn't even accepted mainstream acceptance among the tech crowd much less your your main population uh, the second headline that caught my, news, my eye today on the news was uh, Valve announces their Steam machine is delayed until 2015. This one actually disappointed me. Uh, I'm not a major game player. I, I don't spend a lot of time on the consoles. My kid actually spends a lot more time on the consoles than I do. But you know, this is one of those changes in the, the gaming front that, that I really would like to see. I'd like to see... Uh, Valve get their Steam machines pushed out. This is that to be specific. This is the one that that, that Valve is producing themselves, uh, not necessarily the Steam operating system that's going to be manu- used by several other manufacturers. So there is still hope for Steam boxes, which is what they call the gaming systems, to be put out this year. But Valve themselves and their their actual hardware won't be out this year. And uh, like I say, that's a, that's a major disappointment. I'd, I'd like to see that. Would have liked to have seen that in time for the, the shopping season this year. Um, and, and this is a, this is an interesting topic to me because 
there's been so many technology pushes that have, that have come through consoles. Uh, some successful. Sony adopting Blu-ray was one of the major, I think, um, pushes to get Blu-ray accepted universally. Um, however, the, the, there are technologies like the motion uh, used by the Kinect to a point, uh, Sony Move, and the Wii Nintendo system, you know, Wii U, Wii Original, that um, just never caught on. Nintendo had a little bit of success when they first came out with the Wii, but they're struggling now. So, you know, take that for what you will. It's just not catching on. Um, And that's another, you know, is is Valve going to supplant, you know, or be able to compete with Microsoft and Sony? That's the other piece I see that's really interesting about getting the Steam box out. Um, Steam has a, a good lock, not, not, not dominant control, but a, a good popularity and acceptance among the PC gaming crowd. So it'd be, be really interesting to me to see how they, they can do competing with the console guys. So I guess that's a wait and see now. We'll just have to see what other manufacturers do with SteamOS, uh, how useful SteamOS works in home-built systems. Um, when that becomes released publicly, I think it's beta now, maybe not, maybe it's just a closed beta, but either way, um, you know, when it's actually manufactured for, for public use, just see how that becomes. Uh, the third headline I picked out was the Cybercrime on the Rise survey finds, and it was kind of a mixed uh, headline, kind of lumping a lot of things together. Uh, the, the main catalyst, I think, for the headline was the new subject of um, the Macs being targeted and, and basically what, what was happening was that the, the mobile mirror, iCloud I guess is currently now known, uh, accounts being hacked, not through a flaw that, that's known at this point, but probably just through you know bad passwords. But once the hacker had access to the iCloud account, taking advantage of that to lock the user's PC, um, iPads, any Mac hardware, and holding it for ransom. So there's there's that hack, and that's a that's a pretty major one. Not necessarily on a flaw of the the part of Apple, just a major you know, failure on the part of the users. And and that's an awareness thing, I believe. Um, but the other the other headline was it was a mixture of that coupled with the recent eBay hack, where eBay's they had the the actual penetration and hack actually took place in February, but it's becoming public knowledge now, and eBay's telling everybody to change their passwords. Their, their user account database was hacked, and not necessarily even the payment stuff, just the user accounts, but really, you know, one leads to the other. So, you know, just FYI, if you haven't done that, you hear this at some point in the near future, change your eBay passwords and it's probably a good idea to start trying to rotate through some passwords in all your services just because you never know when they're going to become available but the the fact that all those together are just becoming uh, I wouldn't even say more mainstream but um, the, the headline just caught my eye because it lumped so many more recent issues together and it's, it's a good thing to be people to be aware of so there you go those were the headlines that, that caught my eye now, I did want to spend another minute talking about um, the recent announcement. I can't say release because I don't know that any are actually publicly available outside of the test units that were given to reporters. But uh, Microsoft's announcement of the Surface 3 Pro, or Surface Pro 3, I guess is how they're actually phrasing it, 
interesting piece of hardware. Uh, I actually have a Surface RT. I'm one of the few people who adopted that. Uh, and now, honestly, I adopted it because I got a unit on very, very good clearance pricing at the point when Microsoft was getting released, getting to release the Surface 2, where they dropped the RT name. Um, and, and just as a, for those who aren't familiar, the, the Surface RT is the lockdown ARM processor version of their Surface product that can only install apps from the Microsoft's App Store, very similar to the Apple solution on the iPad. But you can't install just any Windows app on it, which I think confused a lot of people and, and has kind of reduced its um, adoption by the public. Um, for me, I use it as a tablet. Uh, I do use remote desktop on it and remote into my desktop and use it as a, to access my Windows computer. But, you know, as a tablet, I just use it as, similar to how you would use an iPad, and I find that it works great for that. The form factor is a little bit better. The multitasking on it's a lot better. So I've really become a proponent of the technology now. Do I think that, that a person should buy the Microsoft Surface 2 product line? Probably not. The, the pricing was too high for what you got compared to you know, traditional manufacturers, HP, Asus, their tablets. You could just get better hardware, or as good of hardware. I won't say better because I really like the Surface hardware. But more for the money, I guess is how I should say it. But uh, the Surface 3 Pro is a full uh, Core 5, Core 7 Windows tablet. And they aren't even really pitching it as a tablet. They're, they're pitching it as, an, as, a, as a MacBook competitor, MacBook Pro competitor even. So it, it's, it's definitely got the oomph in the hardware. And, um, but gives you a portability of a tablet platform. So it's a little big. It's, it's where the Surface 2 and Surface um, original Surface were 10 inches. It's actually a 12-inch tablet. So it's, it's more in line with the 13-inch laptops that it's, the Microsoft's pitting it against. But the foldability, portability puts it more in line with the tablet. So it's kind of a, a hybrid, I guess, of the two. And, and I just find it to be, again, without ever having touched one myself, just from going off the Microsoft announcement, a very interesting um, alternative to your traditional, well, I could say blurring the lines between the two genres of, of machines. So that, that's just something I think people should keep an eye on, keep a watch, see what third-party manufacturers do. Again, Microsoft taking the, the design lead and trying to show people what they can do with Windows 8, 8.1, Update 1, I guess, as a um, desktop slash tablet environment. Which, again, I, and, and just a reminder, the, the, for those who aren't familiar, the Pro line, I guess I didn't finish that thought earlier, is a full Windows computer so you can install any Windows app that runs on 8.1 on it and use it as a full desktop so you know everybody from artists to architects to power users to whatever and they even make a dock station that you can just drop this in that'll automatically let you use um, you know a, a full monitor keyboard you know network cable the whole nine yards as a, as a desktop and then just undock it and take it with you and you've got the portability of a, of a tablet to carry around with you. So again, very interesting hardware, very interesting concept. Um, 
$1,000 price point minimum, so there's that. But it's, again, something fun to watch, something fun to see what the manufacturers do with it. And if you're in the market for a um, high-end Windows laptop, give it a look. It might, might fit your needs. The final topic I wanted to kind of touch on today is, and, and I may release even more information about this as withdrawals closer, is Apple's upcoming WWDC event for this year. And there's a lot of rumors, there always are, with any Apple, known Apple announcement upcoming events such as this that where you've got you know, people hoping, people wishing, a little bit of leaked information, um, but uh, you'll, you'll see a lot of people get their, their hopes dashed when Apple does or does not release the hardware that they're looking for. What we know we'll probably see, I and mean, nothing's known for sure, of course, but what, what's pretty bet, sure bet that what will be released will be definite news on the next version of um, the Mac OS. They're currently at 10.9. This may be 10.10. I've heard some people theorize this may even be where they cross into the 11s. I doubt that. I think, I think that'll be just a huge jump, and I don't think Apple's anywhere close to that. So I, I expect to see the initial announcement and introduction of 10.10. Um, and, and that will probably be a fairly big graphical redesign, but you, you have to keep in mind that the main, you know, when they went, Apple went from 9 to 10 way back long ago, it, it was a drastic change. I mean, you know, 9 did not run, no, your 9 apps did not run on 10. And I just don't see Apple turning that switch right now. I think you're going to see uh, an interface redesign, tweak, coloration changes, uh, pretty major differences, but nowhere near what you're, what you're talking about to go to, to a rev 11 rev. So there's that. Again, like I said, that's, that's, that's a pretty sure bet as far as guesses at what will be announced. Possibility of seeing an iOS 8, because this is a developer conference, they may start pitching some of the themes. I'm not even too sure about that. I think that, that may take away some from um, the new Mac OS, you know, 1010 announcement. So there may be some, some pitches on what the future may hold for iOS, but I don't know that they'll actually show iOS 8. It'll probably be more of a uh, upcoming features that'll be added to 7, which hasn't actually been out that long. So, um, hardware is where everybody's getting excited. You know, is there going to be a new MacBook? Is there going to be a new Mac Mini? You know, ARM processors. There's all kind of rumors floating around out there right now. Uh... You know, I'm hoping. I actually am in the market hoping to get a new MacBook Air is where I'm leaning, but I would love to see a Retina display, which is the higher graphical display released for the uh, MacBook Air to bring it more in line with the MacBook Pro. But then again, is the battery there for it? They, the MacBook Air is their high battery life uh, option. So, you know, if the battery life isn't there, that won't happen. Um, if any hardware is announced possibly a processor update to the iMacs that bring them in line with the uh, new processor that was just put in the air. I don't know that you'll see a form factor change that's possible, but I, again, not, not guaranteed. And I definitely expect to see an update to the um, Mac Mini. The Mac Mini is the, the language product. I think it's getting close to like 500 days since an update, or maybe even over 500 days without an update. So, Again, that, that one's long overdue, but this is a developer conference, so um, 
hardware is not guaranteed to be announced. So, uh, the other product that I would, in, in my opinion, hope to see, but again, another guarantee, would be an updated Apple TV. I'm a huge Apple TV user. That's one of our fam- my family's biggest um, living room appliances. You know, we we're not quite cord cutters, but we're getting really close, and the Apple TV is what puts us there. So. I would love to see an update to that. Um, maybe a better partnership with some of the other um, providers to get more content leveraged for it. But again, that may only be an, uh, an OS update where they you know, announce it at the developers conference. The hardware may or may not be updated or may just come later. But I would like to see some, at least some software-wise, some major announcements there. But um, again, that's, that's not for another... Uh, not quite a week at this point, but getting there. And um, we'll just have to wait and see. The closer you get, the more the rumors come out. Um, and, it, and it depends. You know, There have been some Apple conferences where nothing, nothing that was a surprise. All the rumors were true and very little surprise. And then you've had those where none of the rumors were true and everything was a surprise. So take that for what it's worth. We'll see what Apple comes out with. But anyway, thank you for joining me. This is the first uh, beta episode of the KD's Tech Podcast, and I will tweak and update my format. I don't even have a feed set up for this yet, so that's my next step, and I will, from there, try to figure out a schedule, how often I do these. If there's a lot of noise, I apologize. This was recorded in my car during my commute home. That may or may not be how I continue to record these, but uh, I wanted to give it a shot and see how it did make use of this dead time as I uh, drive through the, the traffic and get home. So again, thank you for joining me, and I'll talk to you next time.